0: great to be here this morning and to be able to open and look at God's word together as we head towards Easter. It is a great moment that we have to reflect on who Jesus is for us. And in our passage today, we're going to see, we're going to think about who Jesus is and why he's worth sharing and how we can be encouraged to be sharing Jesus. And that's my prayer for us this morning. And so why don't I start in prayer? Uh, Father God, we give you great praise and thanks for your goodness to us. Thank you that we can have this time now to spend together and pray that you would speak to us that as we think about our Lord Jesus, uh, you would remind us that he is worth sharing. Amen. Well, in some ways, this passage that we're looking at today is very surprising because it gives away the end. We're just at the start, it's the first chapter of John's Gospel, but we get a behind-the-scenes look at who John is writing about in his Gospel, and that is it's Jesus, the Saviour of the world. He's not kind of holding it back, it's kind of right there to start off with, isn't it? And so we're going to be thinking about uh, this morning, there's going to be three parts, and the first part is just thinking about how awesome Jesus is as our Saviour, and John sort of begins his gospel. Sort of, he he can't just stop, but he can't do anything but just talk about Jesus and how amazing he is. And so we're going to do. I just thought we'd just look a little bit at that. Um, It's in the first couple of verses of John. He says things like, "Jesus is the one who's created all things. Like our world wouldn't be here without him. In him is life." He's the light who's come to reveal things. In the darkness, he's come to bring light. Through him, we're we're part of God's family, and we get to call him our brother. He brings grace and truth, and he saves. And that seems to be what the real gravity is in the opening here of John's Gospel. And so we sort of skip forward to the verses that were really helpfully read out for us. Thanks for that, Peter. Uh, look at with me at verse 29. The next day, John, that's John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. When he sees Jesus, he just cries out with praise for the one who's come to lay his life down for the whole world, for our ugly sin so that we might not have to bear it ourselves. He is that slain lamb who gives himself as a sacrifice for sin. He's the saviour. And this was Jesus' ultimate mission, wasn't it? He didn't cling to all that glory that he had, the splendour of being a creator of the universe, of being life and light. He didn't cling on to that, but he came to die a painful and humiliating Death on a cross, to conquer death and to bring forgiveness and peace for us. Through what he accomplishes at the cross, we have a savior who's worth living for, don't we? A little bit of like lots of stuff going on there. I just wanted to let us feel a little bit how overwhelming maybe it can be. Uh, All this, all this, all this profound and meaningful things about who Jesus is for us. Can I ask you this morning, what is it for you that's so special about Jesus? I know this series that uh, we're getting getting to partner with you in and you'll take on as well over the next coming weeks, that's part of it. And I think if we reflect on who Jesus is for us, that will fuel us to be out to share and to be excited to share. Um, there's something about just understand feeling the weight of how worth, how worth it is how much it is worth to, to know Jesus um, I, I was thinking about how um, the, the engagement ring that I bought my wife like in and of itself it, like it's quite, quite expensive um, it's, it's just a ring though like what's so special about it well what's special about the ring is the person that I'm giving it to and how and how awesome that commitment is that we, we can have and how much we want to be committed to each other. It's not that the ring is the valuable thing, it's the, it's the person. My wife, I'm married to Lillian, and and it's, it just helps us think through that um, what is worth for us will shape how we live. What's, what's valuable to us shapes what we do. And so remembering about... Jesus, and what it is about him that's near and dear to our hearts. I think that's what's going to empower and invigorate us. To know the God who's the creator of the universe, and that he forgives us and restores us. We have a great treasure in Jesus. But, secondly, it can be challenging, can't it? I know, just uh, from Jethro and Tom sharing a little bit there, it can be hard, kind of. There's challenging. There's a challenging aspect to sharing Jesus, and I think this passage resonates with that, and it's going to help us. So, what, what what did we see when the, Jesus was kind of being met by these people? There was a lot of excitement, wasn't there? There was a lot of excitement about Jesus, and they wanted to share about him with people that they knew. Let's read about that kind of that feeling that spreading happen. In verse 40, just look down there with me. So from verse 40, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was find his brother Simon and tell him, we found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. And Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. And Philip found Nathanael and told him, we've found the one. Moses wrote about in the law and about the one whom the prophets also wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. You see, these these men, they're they're dropping everything to find someone that they want to tell about Jesus. They want to find their friend say, come and meet Jesus. It, it, it's a real buzz. But you might be thinking, not just from this morning, but just thinking about heading into this uh, Easter season, Ross, Jesus is worth sharing, but it's hard to share Jesus. Imagine being Philip. You're so excited to share, and you say, Nathaniel, Nathaniel, I know this sounds crazy, but I think I've found the man who's going to save the world. And in that moment of excitement, kind of getting a big bucket of cold water in your face because of how they respond. And Peter so helpfully uh, picked up on that in, in reading this passage. Look, look at it in verse 46. Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? it's there's a, there's a really awkward isn't it, I don't know if you felt it, I think it was really great the way you read it for us, it just sort of oh, stopped him in his tracks surely, and, and isn't this a kind of response that we might get as well uh, Jesus is, he's a bit outdated isn't he uh, no thanks, I'm not interested, can't believe you're into all that stuff, Ah. Uh, I think religion and faith should just be a private thing. Having that kind of response would be pretty, it's pretty challenging, isn't it? And it's so great, I think, that this passage resonates with that. Uh, and we should notice that uh, already in, in John's Gospel, he'd already he'd been just sort of describing these amazing big things about what it means for Jesus to come into our world. And he, he said some helpful things, like even though Jesus made the world, People didn't recognise him when he came. Even though he came to his special people, Israel, they rejected him. And so we can be confident and comforted that the Bible isn't sort of blind to the fact that not everyone wants to know Jesus. For some people, he can be offensive or boring or fill in the blank. And I, I know that I'm speaking to myself a little bit here as well uh, I find it too easy often to think uh, now's not a good time to talk to so and so about Jesus or they've probably heard it all before or I've like, got this flyer or I can invite someone to this event but is it really going to make a difference but Philip remember he sort of had this whole bucket of cold water sort of just been you know the hand was up uh, no thanks Um he doesn't, he doesn't sort of get two-faced, and he just says, come and see. And he holds out an invitation for Nathaniel to come and meet Jesus. And it can be a really powerful thing to be invited. I'd like to tell you a little bit about Harry. This is Harry. Uh, he is a farmer who lives down with his wife and some of his family in the Bega Valley. And he tells his story that he didn't make life easy for people who tried to share the gospel with him. But he does also say that God was working in his heart, in his life. He says that uh, when we were expecting our first, uh, our second child, God was impressing on me that I didn't know why I was here. I didn't know what was, I was living for. And these kids are going to grow up fast and realise that their dad doesn't have any answers, but just at that time, some Christian neighbours came into our lives and they invited us to church. And from there, like God worked in Harry's life and helped him understand his need for the gospel and he put his faith in Jesus. And Harry was actually one of the leaders at the church that I grew up in. And so like I just think back, like so, I'm so thankful to those people who invited Harry and his family to church because it's been such an impactful thing for me. Like, it's grown me in my faith that I could be encouraged by him. So we have a great saviour and it can be challenging sharing him. But thirdly and lastly, he is worth sharing. He deserves it. It's going to be worth it. Not only is he worth sharing because he's the saviour who dies for us because he loves us but it's also it's good for us Uh, as our conviction grows uh that it's worth sharing jesus personally then it helps us navigate these challenges these obstacles these setbacks and we can share him praying that he can work through our you know our little efforts through our invitations, through our conversations. And I just think, you know, uh, all these events that we're going to hear a bit more about, and perhaps you've been hearing about as well, like what could come out of just someone being invited and, and coming and being the right time for them, just the moment in their life when coming along to the Easter extravaganza this Saturday or to one of the Sunday services, We, I guess we don't know everyone's life, but we... Can share and can seek to love people with them, can't we? You might have friends or neighbors or family for whom they're anxious, and hearing about Jesus being greater than doubt could really hit the spot for them. You might want to think through the different talks that are coming up and think who in my life, who do I know that might really resonate with this? I'd just love to encourage you in that. And I know as the More College team, we, we're going to be thinking as we meet people in the community, like what, what is it for them that maybe really connects about Jesus? Actually, last week, as a college, uh, the, the students and the faculty, we got together to pray. To pray for all the missions that we're all going out to, and that includes us here. We prayed for, for you. Other people who, aren't, who didn't come on the team prayed for you. Now, that's partnership, isn't it? And someone reminded us on that day, something that I'd like to bring and remind us here today as well. They said, you could be the one. You could be the one who helps pray and and God works in that person's life. Or you could be the one who plants the gospel this Easter in someone's life when you share with them or you invite them. Wouldn't it be amazing... If God answers our prayers and uses our efforts to invite and to share and to talk with people about Jesus this Easter. In fact, you could be the one who gives someone a flyer like my wife Lillian did. I think we've got a photo, I don't know, she, she can't hear you today, but this is our family. Uh, this is my wife Lillian, and back in Easter in 2019, she was giving out flyers for an Easter event, she had a stack. And she got down to the last flyer. And she was probably feeling a bit flat. Is this going to go anywhere? And the next person who came along, uh, a woman, and she thought, this is the last one. I'll just, you know, just give it out. That's it. And she was really taken aback because the woman was willing to take the flyer and she was interested in coming to the event. And from, uh, Lillian just thought, oh, you know, she's just being polite. Nothing's going to come out of it. But long story short, she came. She wanted to hear more. And after understanding the gospel, she wanted to trust in Jesus too. Invitations work. And, and Jesus is worth sharing. And so I hope our time together this morning has been uh, invigorating. Like, i have loved to just try and share some of my excitement, I guess. Because we do have... Uh, great treasure in Jesus. Jesus, the one who is the saviour. And I think I'm asking myself, will I love people enough to share him? Will you love people enough to share him? I'm going to lead us in prayer now that we would. Father God, uh, thank you for your goodness to us, the way in which you work in us by your spirit. Please work in us to love uh, and to know that Jesus is worth sharing and to trust that you can work through our feeble efforts, to remember that you can change hearts and open eyes. We're just so thankful that we have so much to share because we have so much in the Lord Jesus. So give us opportunities and the will to love those around us, we pray. For Jesus' sake, amen. In response to what we've heard we're going to sing, it's a song that reminds us that there is no other name under heaven and earth by which people can be saved. Jesus, let's stand and sing.